0: Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West. And now let's jump into our next episode. Hello, everyone. And welcome to our next live segment here. Today is an opportunity for me to come to you directly and offer a little bit of not only live training, but also maybe tell you a little bit about my journey and some of the things that I've learned along the way that I hope can inspire you. So today's topic is all about what happens when you have a win in social media and how that win might demand some level of change in what you do. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic today and why I think it's important to talk about what do we do when we have success is because for many of us in our business, for many of us with our projects, our nonprofits, our objectives what we're always looking for is that big break. We're often looking for that opportunity to break through, the opportunity to help others. We're looking for a way to actually succeed at our dreams, to be able to kind of have those great things happen. But what often, how many of you have been using messaging for that dialogue? Have any? Has anyone done what we've done? And what I mean by that is when someone connects with me, we don't, Try to promote them right away, even though we do some promotions in Messenger, and we're still learning the best way to do it. But one thing that we tend to do is I normally say hello. If it's someone that I think I've met before, I may ask them if we've met before or if we met in person. Um, Sometimes I'll share what new projects I'm working on and ask if they're working on any new projects. Sometimes I will share something exciting that happened to us. Maybe I was featured in an article or I was on a podcast and I'll share that and ask them if anything exciting has happened in their world. And what happens is this is a way for us to start talking. This is similar to what would happen if I met the person in real life, in person, and I could have that conversation with them. Now, is this a lot of work? It's a little bit of manual work. It doesn't, it's not something that we just blast out any message in every message to the same people. It does create a little bit of hands-on process. And I'll talk about that in a few minutes on how we reacted to this. But what we found over not just the years, but I really would say when we started to get some amazing kind of impact in our business the end of last year, and then rolling into 2020 when the pandemic hit, this really took off for us is that what we were able to do is people started to send us requests, requests for me to be interviewed, requests for me to be on podcast. What was happening is we were no longer just pushing out content and information. Individuals started to interact with us. What would also happen is we could go back to someone that we started that conversation with, and I would see that person maybe start a conversation with me in LinkedIn and then join my email list. Then after that, they would sign up for one of our courses or sign up for coaching. And what we started to see is these conversations, while it was more of a long-term strategy, did turn into business opportunities. Now, messaging was just the beginning stages of it. Where we upped the annie is I wanted to do voice messaging. What I wanted to do is make sure that in some cases, people knew it was me also on the other line. Now, in full disclosure, my team does help me manage. My team does respond to individuals just so we can keep things timely. But what I also love to do is I love to make sure I'm jumping in there on a weekly basis and I'm sending people messages. I'm asking them how they're doing. I'm following up with them or if I notice something. Hey, Paige, good to see you. And what I like to do is use that feature for that personal touch. Now, here's where the win happened. When we started to do that personal touch, when I started to pick up my phone and use the voice feature to talk to people, people were blown away that it was me they were talking to. They were surprised because they got to hear my voice and my inflection. It also gave me an opportunity if someone was doing a podcast, I'd go check out their podcast. If someone recently launched Blog or published a blog post, I'd go check it out, and then in the voice message, I would share a comment. Now, I'm not saying I was doing full research, and when you listen to what they were talking about last night and today, how have you internalized that to drive change in your business? I'm just curious, put that in the comments um, because that is one question I'm going to ask everybody in the end. But since you're maybe a little bit ahead of the game, I'm going to ask you to think about that as well. All right, now. One other thing, oh, a question popped up here. I just wanted to address it really quick. Um, Did I do voice messages in LinkedIn? Yes. When I do voice messages, I do them in LinkedIn. Now, you can do them in all the other platforms as well, and we do that as well. But I find LinkedIn is my favorite for voice messages. Now, there are people who are on LinkedIn that won't respond. There are people who will send you a connection request you'll respond right away and they won't get back to you for two weeks. So that does happen. It's just like it happens when you send someone an email and it takes them a while to get back to you. But I use LinkedIn voice messaging. And the reason I do that and the reason I really enjoy it is because I can keep the conversation more in that professional realm. I can have more of a conversation that's more of a kind of colleague, partnership, collaboration basis. Now, I don't want to make it sound like it's impersonal. I do have personal conversations with people about what's going on, but I can keep it less about maybe shock value topics that sometimes I find come up, come up in other platforms that when I use LinkedIn, I can actually talk to people about what they're doing. I also like it because I can look at a person's profile before I leave that voice, voice message. So I can see what they're working on, what are some of the projects, what are some of the things that maybe I've noticed or remember from the last time we talked. I can look at their activities and so forth. Now, in 30 minutes, you may be wondering, how do you do all of that in 30 minutes? I get better. I get really fast after a while of getting a good kind of understanding of what someone's working on. In the beginning, you may only be able to do five people in 30 minutes, but eventually you'll be able to do more. And that's my goal for you is to just get started with something that helps you take that win or that good stuff in your business and expand it to actually do more in those good realms. Now, when I talk about using things like a messaging, and the reason I use that as my kind of example of one of my big wins is it wasn't something that I could delegate. It wasn't something I could outsource to someone else. Now, your win may be something that someone else can help you with, and that's great. But if you find your win is something you have to do, like it's something like doing live videos, as an example, or it's responding to customers or responding to clients And only you would have that information because you were on that call or in that meeting or part of that conversation. What I want to make sure is that you create days and time in your schedule so that you can get this work done. So it's not just about setting aside that 30 minutes. The other thing that I like to do when I'm having these wins or when great things are happening is that I make sure that I work on these win projects during days I don't have distractions. So what I do in my calendar is my calendar is basically a five-day work week. And in a five-day work week, I have certain days that are meeting days. I have certain days that I go live on. I have certain days that I do kind of networking. All of my activities are specifically on certain days. For me, it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday, it's Thursday. Those days are exhausting. They're long days. There's a lot going on. Now, I love that because then it gives me these bookend days. Mondays and Fridays are different days for me. Now, Friday is my day back to Stephanie. It's a day for me to work on personal projects. It's a day for me to have some quiet time. It's a day for me to work on things and catch up on things that I've missed so I don't have meetings or external things happening on that Friday. On Monday, that's my creative work day. That's my day to work on a project. That's my day to get organized. That's my day to get better. So if I'm doing something like voice messaging, what i like to do on a creative day or creative day when I'm working on it is I'll think about how I want to do my messages differently, how I want to get better engagement with my messages, how do I want to make my messages stronger. And while they're still personalized, remember, all of these things are skills. The only way you get better at it is if you plan it, test it, and do them better. When I first did my voice messaging, they were very general. They're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how are things going? Where now I'm starting to create a process, like I talked about before, where how do I send more customized messages? And that's why I come up with a process where I look at someone's activity, I look at their profile, and then my last message to create my message story. And I sit down and come up with these processes to make it easier and faster for me during my 30, and right now it's about up to about 45 minute time that I set aside every single week to send those voice messages. Now, we did have one question come in and the question is, are voice messaging in LinkedIn only for paid memberships? No, they are not. Voice messaging is a part of the free plan. So the way to send your voice messaging is if you go into LinkedIn. And you have that you can only send them to people you're connected to. So that's the only caveat. But anyone that you're connected to, when you go in and actually would go in and just type in, there's a little button in the corner that looks like a microphone. If you hit that button or click on that button, it's going to give you an option to speak. Now, the way LinkedIn works is when you click on that button and you start talking, when you click on the button and hold it down, it records right away. As it starts to record your message, if you pull your finger back, it's going to say, okay, ready to send this message. So you're not able to listen to it, Um, again, where some platforms allow you to listen to it before you post. But what you are able to do is decide if you want to send it or redo the voice message. Now, for some people, that may create a little anxiety. You may feel like, what? How would I use that? What would I do? What about this? What about that? But I tell most people is the first time you're trying to use that feature, use the feature on a friend or a colleague. You even have me. Send me a voice message in LinkedIn. You can even send it right now while you're listening to me. Just grab your phone, go into um, our connection or um, go into your messages, type in my name and look me up, Or you can go to my profile and on my profile, you'll see the button that says message, send me a message um, and send me a voice message. You can test with me. I love it when people do that because it's a great way for you to get started. And what's great about this is once you start to get comfortable with that process, you can use this. You can use this in so many ways. You can use this for prospecting. If you're talking to clients, if you're following up with a client, you can use voice messaging If you are talking with someone or you want to speak at an event and you want to say, hey, I reached out, I sent you an email, I'm really excited about an opportunity to speak at your event, so I'm looking forward to following up with you. It's another great way to reach out and follow up with people as well. All right. Any other questions on voice messaging? Ah, If you're saying you can't see the microphone, I'm not able to 100% troubleshoot while I'm on here. I'm going to see if I can pull up my phone in an incognito way. Sandy, if you don't mind, I will use our message and just kind of put my phone up there. Let me know in the comments if you don't mind if I just use our profile really quick and I'll put my phone on the screen so everyone can see. Um, And then let me read this one comment that came in. All right. We had a question that came in or really a comment that came in about kind of uploading videos um, a week and getting burnt out, um, providing more value to my audience and trying to drop a few projects. Yeah. All right. So I love this. i just jotting this on the screen. I love exactly what you're saying as far as your plan. I think this is a great plan. And I wanted to just bring it up for everyone and I'll read it kind of out loud because one thing that we all struggle with is burnt out. And what I don't want you to do is be burnt out on social media. And what I want you to do instead is take some time this week and look at everything you're doing. Look at everything that's working. In your social media. Look at your analytics. And if there's something not working, I want you to set that to the side for 30 days or 60 days. So say, for example, you've been doing Instagram stories, but you're not getting a lot of traction there. Set it aside if you are getting traction in, let's say, doing polls. Polls have been working really well. That's what I want you to do instead of trying to do all the things that people have talked about even i'm talking about messaging today i love it it's a win for me it may not be a win for you yet and so therefore that may not be where you want to focus i'm not necessarily today telling you to do messaging what i'm really telling you to do today is make sure that you understand where are the wins and when you have a win you're willing to put down the things that aren't working or the things that haven't developed and turned into the success yet so that you can continue to work on that successful item. Now, if you're looking for a win, if you're looking for an idea, then definitely messaging is an option. All right. There's a quick question about how to access messaging. You have to do it on your phone. It's not on the desktop. Um, most of the messaging features are on the phone, and what they do is they use the actual microphone um, that's connected to your phone. So you should be fine without even using a headset or ear earpods or anything like that. You should be able to just hit the button and speak directly into your phone. So it d- is not on desktop. All right. Now, someone asked the question, hey, Paige, a good friend of mine said, how do I say organize? What about what calendars do I use? All right. The easiest way to for me to stay organized and especially to get focused on things like this where I'm focused on my win. And as um, Jeremy said, is um, putting down those shiny objects is number one, looking at my calendar. And I don't mean a content calendar yet. I mean my calendar I use on a daily basis basis, on a weekly basis. So I use Google Calendar. Some people use Outlook Calendar. Some people use iCal. It doesn't matter which one of those tools that you use. I prefer a digital calendar to a written one, only because it isn't as dynamic and easy to make changes to. But I prefer to have a calendar like that. Now, I use that calendar for all of my meetings. I keep none of my meetings in my head. Um, Literally, I set up notifications so my phone and my computer remind me To show up um, because I definitely don't like to kind of bog myself down with trying to remember this or that. But the best way I find to stay organized is when it comes to projects and things like this that you have to do on a consistent basis. And that's one of the challenges with social media is social media requires you to not just do one big project and you're like, oof, I'm done. Social media often requires you to do that same project every single week uh, to produce it that I normally put blocks of time in my calendar for those items. So if it's something like messaging, I'm going to put a block of time in my calendar on Monday to message. If it's something like creating YouTube videos, I'm going to create a block of time on my calendar to create those videos. Now, creating videos is really a two-step process because there's one process of deciding what the video is about, outlining it, and figuring out where you're going to shoot it, what you're going to do, anything, context that you need. And then step two is recording the video. But I put those things on my calendar, especially if I'm doing it on a weekly basis. Now, if I'm doing it every other week or twice a month, I figure out a standard schedule for that. So if I'm doing something twice a month, I will decide it's the second Tuesday of the month and the last Thursday of the month. And I will commit to that and put it on my calendar. Sometimes it's blocking off the time, so 30 minutes or an hour. And sometimes it's adding it to the calendar so that, you know, you have like those cues at the top of a Google calendar where it just says this is the task of the day that you need to be working on. Sometimes I stack those things there. So that way my week is organized around what are some of the big kind of reoccurring tasks that I do each week and then those reoccurring tasks. And I shouldn't say big, but what are those reoccurring tasks that I do every week? I assign them a day. So things like creating videos, creating podcasts, all those things are specific day in my schedule. For me, it's Wednesdays. Wednesdays are normally my podcast creation day or my video creation day or something that's outside of my live schedule day. And that's how I stay organized. The other thing about staying organized is I let some stuff go. That is so key because for most of us, we just keep piling it on. We say we do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do that and then after a while your whole calendar is blocked with everything that you've ever planned to do with every idea that you've ever heard of and you can't get it done so the key here is literally sitting down and picking maybe one maybe two things a day for some of you just starting out pick two things a week that you're going to get done on social media or one thing a week, what I want you to do is commit to something and get that done and get it done over time, as opposed to trying to do it all. That would be probably one of my biggest pieces of advice today is not try to do it all. The other thing, which I think was a really good point, um, is making sure that what you're putting out as far as content is resonating with people we are constantly testing and trying new things. We're constantly looking at new ways to change up our social media. So if I do see something that's not working, I'm gonna look at how to make that better. But what I also do is I also say things that are working, I try to make that better. Now I bring that up because once again, we tend to gravitate towards the problems in our business. We tend to think we have to fix all the problems and where we spend all of our time is kind of like in the broken toy chest. We're sitting there trying to tinker and tinker and tinker and take things that are just not working and make them better. And what I want to make sure that I stress today is that you don't always spend all your time fixing the broken, fixing the problems. Now, yes, we can't let problems just fester, but we can't always be driven by the bad. Your business has to be driven by the good and the growth and the positive. So also make sure that when you're thinking about what's working in your business, even if you may not classify it as a win yet, classify it as something that, oh my goodness, it's a game changer. What I want you to do is say, if this is working, deprioritize or postpone some of those other components and focus on that. And what I mean by that is, if you're posting in Facebook five days a week, but you're not getting the results, I'd rather you scale back to two posts a week and get better at them to one post a week or one post a week and using messaging. Then continue to post five posts a week because more posts does not necessarily mean you're going to keep getting that win. I'd rather you scale back and say, "Okay, I need to focus on something here. I got to focus on something or I'm finding something that's working. I need to focus. So therefore, I'm going to post less in these channels because I want to focus on this piece that looks like it's winning, or it's headed in that win direction. That's where I really think you're going to get the best out of your time and get the best results. All right, I've noticed that we've gone a little bit over time today. Um, we've been, I've been answering the questions, so it's got me all engaged and excited. I didn't even notice the time. But I want to make sure that I always answer as many questions as I can for everyone who shows up live because I so, so appreciate it. So what I'm going to do is kind of wrap things up here and just make sure that as you're thinking about your next steps, as you're thinking about what I should do, what I want you to do is not only put in place the changes that we talked about, set aside some time, scale things back, focus on a few things and create some wins and lean into those wins. But when you make these changes, when you say, I set aside time to do this or that, or I take off time, or I have a free day to do these projects, tell everyone that these are your new priorities, whether it's everyone in your business, whether it's everyone in your family, because you're working from home, whether it's letting your teammates know or your partner know, or letting your clients know. This has been one saving grace for me, and I did it by accident but I have told a lot of my clients that I don't meet on Fridays and I've told them why. And my clients, by my surprise, are so respectful. Every once in a while, I have to reschedule and I'll go, oh, well, let's just reschedule on a Friday. And they're like, oh, you don't meet on Fridays. We can reschedule on Monday. And that's a huge relief when a client says that to me. It is a big deal because what's happened is I've made my commitment to my business, my commitment to myself with personal time and my commitment to projects like these, like my wins and so forth, become real when I talk about them and I tell people and they help me stay on course. They help me stay accountable to what I commit to. So let people know where you are, what days you meet, what days you're creative, what days you work on your podcast. If you can't have meetings, if you can't travel, on those days, let the world know because most people will respect that and they will allow you to keep that sacred time so you can continue to work on your wins. All right. With that, we're going to wrap up today's session. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has giving you some ideas. I hope by me sharing my story, this is giving you a kind of thought around how to focus and why you want to focus on those wins and not just the problems. And I hope I need may, maybe kind of talking about how I organize things. Thanks so much, Paige, for asking that question. Maybe you can start to see how you can organize and personalize things for anybody who's watching this, whether you're watching as a replay or you've been watching this live and you've been a little bit quiet there. I'm hoping some of the suggestions I've given you today can help you along that way. So as always, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate the thumbs ups and the hearts and the loves and likes. If you are watching this live, we always love doing these sessions. We always love being able to come to you with this information. And I look forward to seeing you in our next live session. All right. Bye everyone.